0: Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle.
1: The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle.
2: Tuttle in Florida.
0: It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Hope you enjoyed your weekend. I gotta tell you... I don't like seeing this happening, but I've always been a news junkie, not the radio host. I wish I would have thought of that name. Sean Wasson was a genius when he thought of that. But what I'm trying to say is I love all big news stories. Not love to see them, but I have to watch them. And I flipped around from channel to channel last night just to see how the different 24-hour news media stations were covering all the protests and riots related to... To George Floyd. And it's amazing how the spin that these different news media outlets take. They don't even try to hide it. Just do yourself a favor. You know how on your remote you can have one channel and then you can hit recall and it goes back to the next one? Just pick MSNBC and Fox News and go back and forth and see how they're covering everything. It's just, it's amazing. From Los Angeles
2: to D.C. to New York City, fiery protests raged across the country over the death of George. Floyd.
1: There's been a few cities that I've been fortunate enough to work in radio in, Tampa and Orlando being two of them. I've split Half and half of my radio broadcasting career, most of it in Tampa, most of it in Orlando. And I got to tell you, both cities handled it completely different. There was some unrest in Orlando. Yeah, there was some looting going on. I don't know of any fire, but for the most part, it was pretty peaceful in Orlando until a few bad apples ruined the whole thing, like it always happens when these protests start. Now in Tampa, Tampa wild out. Tampa showed up hard because they were looting the fuck out of some places. They burned down some champ sporting goods robbing a diamond store. I hope it was not Julie Weintraub and them over in Tampa that ended up getting taken for a bunch of jewelry but the difference between the two cities. I've told people this a lot of people do not believe me when I tell them the difference in the markets from Orlando to Tampa when it comes to working in broadcast radio. Orlando yeah they had their bad people the trolls that would mess with you a little bit but shit got real dirty over in Tampa like radio hosts were trying to ruin people's careers and that's the type of shit that happened and the listeners I'm not saying anything bad about the listeners in Tampa they're great they're rabid and they are loyal as hell but The trolls, man, holy crap, they take it to a whole new level. So I'm not shocked that things got a little bit crazier in Tampa than it did in Orlando. But we'll see how tonight goes because both cities are now under curfew. And you know a lot of people, they're not going to like being told what to do, that you need to go home. I can see this getting worse day by day as this carries on. Because there's going to be some retaliation. And I hope not. I really don't. But you guys have to admit, there's some white people in the state of Florida that are looking for a reason to shoot somebody. Those type of people like George Zimmerman, those people are like, Hey, I'm just looking for a reason to shoot somebody. And that's going to escalate and it's going to build and build and build more and more until this thing is going to be unstoppable and it's going to be too late. This could really turn into something bigger that we do not want to see.
3: We appreciate and respect all peaceful protest, but now it is time for people to go home. (laughs) angry scenes like
2: these played out in American cities for another night with demonstrators setting fire to police vehicles and marching through the streets. I'm willing to walk, scream, do whatever I need to do to let people know that I'm I'm really, I'm tired
1: of this. And I know I can't be the only one that's thinking about this, but we just started getting the coronavirus numbers a little under control. I still think it was a little too early to open up, but I can't even imagine what our newly infected cases are going to be like in a week or two. I feel like this, we're going to be back to square one. I think this is going to be that second wave that everybody was talking about. But nobody had in mind that there were going to be these protests, that these people are going to be on top of each other. And you know what? See, when I see these people, I got to cover my ass because that is the cancel culture that we're in today. People in social media, they're looking for a reason to try to get you fired, to try to get you kicked off of something. For for voicing your opinion. And when I say these people, I'm talking about the protesters, everybody, white, black minorities, everybody. So don't try to call me a racist because I say these people. And that might just be my white guilt hitting me in the back of the brain saying, hey, that doesn't sound too good when you say these people. But this coronavirus cases, this covid-19 that we thought we had a little under control, that shit is out the window there's going to be massive amounts of deaths and infected people getting sick because nobody, I mean nobody, Some of them are wearing masks, but not a lot of them. And these people are on top of each other. Oh, there's gonna be a lot of sick people. Baltimore,
2: Reno, and Pittsburgh. And some people took advantage, breaking into stores and looting businesses. Get out of the way! Minneapolis, where it all began, was among more than a dozen cities imposing curfews to try to get the situation under control. 45 minutes into the curfew, police are launching tear gas into the crowd of hundreds of
1: protesters. They're trying to disperse this crowd, which has no intention of leaving the scene. Oh, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to say it. I don't know if you guys have seen that picture that's going around. And that's the thing about the media today. You don't know when or where this picture was taken. So I don't even know. It might not even be from these particular protests. But the little girl having milk poured on her face because she got sprayed by pepper spray or mace or tear gas or whatever it may be, and she's crying and everybody's making a big deal about this little girl how could the cops spray her with mace she's defenseless no you know what fuck that that kid had no reason to be out there and whoever her mom and dad are need to be charged with child neglect or child abuse their kid should be taken away from them for you to pitch your child your own flesh and blood in danger like that You are a horrible parent. That's the bigger issue here. Because you bringing your kid out to a protest and they happen to get sprayed with mace, that is on you as a parent for putting your kid in that situation. And that's just some of the propaganda that's being spread around by our media. Because none of the media is talking about that angle. They're talking about, oh my God, our police, our police state shot this little girl with mace. What the fuck was she even doing out there in the first place?
0: What do I Several
2: journalists reporting on the protests, including reporters with CBS, were hit by rubber bullets and even taken into custody.
1: Listen, I don't support the looting. I support the protesting. I'm completely behind that. But for you, the police to go after the media just shows me that they don't want to be on film. They don't want the real news getting out there of what's going on with these protests and riots. You're keeping the free flow of information from spreading when journalists that are out there doing their job, they should have the right to roam freely in any of these places that they want to to report the news. They should plain and simple because the media they're the ones that are telling us this story even though I do agree it's bias depending on what you're watching if you're watching Fox News you're right wing if you're watching CNN or MSNBC you're liberal and you'll see two different sides of the story but for the police to fire upon journalists to arrest journalists Now you're talking on a whole different level. Not only are our citizens, the ones that are protesting peacefully, they're getting attacked. I have no problems with the looters getting smacked in the face or shot with rubber bullets because they're stealing. But the people that are being peaceful about it, they don't deserve that. Neither does our media. And it sucks that it's come to this point. But fuck, we are going to be halfway through the year this month. Can it get any worse than what it is right now? I told myself that a couple of months ago when this coronavirus was going on that, oh, this is the worst it's going to get. It's going to get better. But fuck this bullshit with all the civil unrest right now. Now I believe that it's going to get worse. We got an election to look forward to. I think there's going to be even bigger, bigger problems in this country. And I'm not trying to scare you guys. I'm just trying to tell you guys to be prepared. You should prepare yourself because so far the way 2020 has gone, there's no fucking telling. There could be some straight up Independence Day shit coming on. And I'm not talking about a revolution. I'm talking about the fucking movie. Towards the end of the year, I would not be shocked if we were invaded by aliens
2: oh I'd be like hey that's just 2020. University of Southern California law professor Jody Armour says what we're seeing is bigger than what
4: happened to George Floyd. There was a convergence of a lot of different cases at this moment that I think has raised a lot of a public awareness and made the public especially sensitive at this at this point at this point in time
2: floyd's family is calling for the other three officers at the scene of the incident to also be charged michael george cbs news minneapolis
1: this next piece of audio that i'm about to play for you is another example of what you can or cannot believe how the news is reported because i'm getting mixed opinions about how this really went down but i don't know if you've seen the video of this man that had a sword I think people are saying he had a machete and he was going after people with it. Some stories say that he was protecting one of his businesses, one of his own businesses. Other people are saying that he was chasing around protesters with the machete. And then also heard another angle where somebody said he was protecting his favorite bar he liked to drink at. I know this isn't going to be a popular opinion, but in this country, we have the right to bear arms. We can carry guns to protect ourselves. So what stops us if there is a riot slash protesting going on for me to be able to carry a machete around for my protection? I don't see any problem with that. And so what if he was protecting the bar he likes to drink at? That's is right if there's looters coming in there. Now, where I have a problem with it is if he's attacking innocent protesters with a machete. Yeah, I have a problem with that. And the guy got what he deserved. But who knows? Nobody knows. Hell, even our president retweeted this video talking about it. Talking about how it's a shame. Now, what do we believe? What are you supposed to believe? Because you will never know the real story unless you were there. Back in the day, we used to be able to trust our news media. But now, with social media, it's all blurred. Everything is mixed up. You don't know which way is up and which way is down when it comes to the news stories that are out now. <laughs> So if you've not seen this video yet, the guy finally realized, hey, I fucked up. I only have a machete here and there is a group of protesters and they're not very happy with me right now. And I don't care how great your machete skills are. You're not going to fight off a whole group. The guy realizes, hey, I fucked up. He starts running. They catch him. And then it's just an onslaught of a beating. I don't know if the guy's alive or dead, but when everybody stopped beating on him, he looked dead. He looked lifeless. (laughs) What looks like could be the fatal blow, somebody hit him in the back of the head with, like, it looked like a partial cinder block, and that's basically what took him down. But he was leaking blood all over the place. And then there was a few people that were there that were protesting peacefully that checked on the man, was like, do not move him, don't move him, because this guy, when I tell you, if you've not seen this video, he looks dead as fuck. Oh,
2: shit. Oh, shit 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 hey. oh my god Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Shit,
1: shit. Look at your stupid You came out with a sword. So if the guy had a machete on him, did he deserve this? I don't know. Is a machete a legal weapon for you to carry around in public for protection? I think it is. I mean, if they're going to allow you to carry a gun for your personal protection, why not a machete? Like I said, if the story comes out and it shows that he was just chasing peaceful protesters around with a machete, yeah, he got what he Had coming to him. But even if that's true, this story's going to get spun and it's not going to help race relations. It really isn't. And that's why I said this whole thing is a powder kick. It's going to grow and grow and grow. And like I said, in Florida, where we have stand your ground, I could see Florida getting really, really bad because there are some white people out there that are looking for a reason to get a clean shoot on somebody. So please don't give them that reason. Don't be out looting. Protests but be peaceful. You know, it's not everybody out there. For the most part, it's a lot of peaceful protests, but there's those bad apples that are fucking it up for everybody and causing the major issues. So if you do go out to one of these protests, if you go out to Orlando or Tampa, just be careful, keep your head on a swivel and always be looking in your surroundings because anything can happen at any moment. So just be careful, guys, do it peacefully and go out and practice our God-given right. That's one of the most important rights. We have as Americans, which is the First Amendment, and being able to get out and protest. So exercise your rights, people.
0: Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio.
1: Tuttle's Daily Podcast is
0: brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com.
4: one, zero, ignition, liftoff of the Falcon
2: 9 and Crew Dragon. Go NASA, go NASA. go SpaceX. Godspeed,
4: bottom and tug!
1: So I just wanted to break things up a little bit. I don't want everything to be doom and gloom on this podcast. Like I said, I like to do fun radio. I like to do the type of radio to get your minds off of all the horrible things that are going on in the world, especially in the year 2020. And hell, everybody out there has their own problems right now. Everybody's struggling. Unemployment is the highest it's ever been since the Great Depression, as well as people having a hard time in the state of Florida getting the unemployment that they deserve. Some of these people have never even applied for unemployment because they've been working their whole entire life. They've been lucky enough. Some people have got laid off. Some people can't find work. Hell, some of you people might not even have a job to come back to because your business or the place that employs you has been closed for so long, they're not ever going to be able to come back. I know times are tough. People are scared. They've been cooped up in their houses. Parents have been having to teach their kids as well as work from home. And it's very frustrating. So I I know at some points that you guys don't want to hear nothing but bad news. And if I can help you guys take your mind off your problems, that's the type of radio I want to do. But yesterday was a historical moment in the state of Florida as well as the United States. We've not been to space. Americans have not launched and gone into outer space from American soil in nine years. That was the last time that Atlantis flew. Do yourself a favor if you're looking for something to do. You want to take your kids out to do something because they're being homeschooled right now and you want to get out of the house. I know things are becoming a little bit more lax, but with this protesting going on, the riots, this coronavirus is going to spring back up and it's coming back even bigger and better than what it was before. But if you're looking for something to take your kids out and make it a learning experience, go to KSC because they have Atlantis on display in their museum and you can go look at history. A lot of people think that the space program was a waste of money. I've talked about this before. We were in a 30 to 40 year Cold War with Russia. And in my opinion, the turning point that changed the whole Cold War for us was getting to the moon before the Russians did, because it proved that we were bigger, better, and more innovative than they were. Yeah, they did get to space before us, but they didn't get to the moon before we did. And to see that launch yesterday, it's a type of good thing that Americans needed right now to be proud of. And think about this, guys. Everybody's talking about the immigration problem. Our president doesn't want immigrants coming in here illegally. But Elon Musk is the American story, the American dream. He's an immigrant from South Africa. Came to the United States the right way and is contribute to the betterment of our country by privatizing the space program. And I read a lot of tweets going on, people saying, oh, we have better things to worry about right now instead of going to space. What about all the money that we spent on this rocket launch? We could have been buying personal protection equipment for our doctors. None of our money went to go pay for that. Yes, I'm sure Elon's getting a kickback from the government a little bit, but not at the cost that we used to have to pay for the shuttle program. And it just makes us proud. I don't think people realize what the space program does for the Space Coast community in Brevard, Volusia County, and all the surrounding areas, because people go there. People spend money to go see a rocket launch. And yesterday, what I saw at the Hobo Fish Camp, you would not believe the traffic the boat traffic before the launch heading south to get a good view and then after the launch there was a fucking traffic jam in the mosquito lagoon in the indian river of all the people coming back and it made me feel proud the roar
3: of the rocket was more powerful this time than in nine long years because this wasn't just a rocket launch. This was Launch America. Two astronauts, Bob and Doug, as they've become known, flew to space in the world's first commercially made crew capsule and the first American spacecraft to carry astronauts since the space shuttle.
1: That voice you're hearing is the voice of Eric Von Aiken, and he's been in Central Florida news media for probably going on 20 years now. He first started off, he was one of those field reporters. You'd see him covering random stories and now they've made him their space expert. He covers all of the space program for WKMG Local 6 here in Orlando. And I got a funny story about Eric Von Aiken. I've only met him briefly on a couple of occasions and he has been nothing but kind to me. Very genuine and he's a great reporter. When I first met Kristen, my wife, I was dating her at the time. She worked at a law office in downtown Orlando, and she had access at the law office she worked at to work out at a gym in the adjacent building. Now, in the adjacent building, that was a condo place, and Eric Von Aiken happened to live in that condo. Eric and my wife, we used to talk all the time. My wife would tell me, oh, he's great, awesome, very friendly, and, you know, when you first start dating a girl, I'm just a nobody working part-time at a radio station trying to make it in a career that I've dreamed of always doing. Yeah, I'm going to be a little jealous when the girl that I'm currently just started dating is talking to a handsome man like Eric Von Aiken. I don't know if you've ever seen him, but yeah, he's a good looking man. Got that chiseled jaw, just manly features, but not manly features where he looks rough. He's gorgeous. And it's weird to call a man gorgeous, but he is. I don't think anything ever happened. But every time I would see him on the TV, I would crack jokes. and would be like, hey, here's your boyfriend. And so it was kind of a running joke for a while. And, and you know what? If I would have lost my soon to be future wife at the time, I couldn't be mad. Hell, look at Eric right now. He is the space guru of WKMG. And I'm doing a fucking podcast at a place I call the Hobo Fish Camp in my beat up 2006 PT Cruiser.
4: I mean, I'm really quite overcome uh, with emotion uh, on this day. It's it's kind of hard to talk, frankly. Um, It's been 18 years working towards this goal, so it's, it's hard to believe that it's happened.
3: Elon Musk, the founder of SpaceX and visionary behind Falcon 9 and Dragon, pushed for perfection. And at the last minute, it was. All of it. The weather, the rocket, and the crew especially. As tough as it must have been to say goodbye to their astronaut wives and adoring sons, these two military test pilots were eager to try out this brand new flying machine.
2: SpaceX Dragon for
1: 4.042. I mean, and think about this, guys. Everybody claims that the United States is the only true superpower in our world now. But how can we ever consider ourselves a true superpower when we have to rely on other countries to get into space to get to the International Space Station? And I read somewhere we were paying close to like $80 million a pop just to hitch a ride on a Russian rocket rocket to get up there. And this is all privatized now. Elon has taken this over. He's found a better and cheaper solution to cut costs. So we'll be able to launch way more rockets. And after the success that he had today, I wouldn't be surprised if Elon moved all of his operations here to the state of Florida. He's not too happy in California and what's going on there with his Tesla plants. So think about all the jobs that could create here in the state of Florida. If Elon launched his rockets here, built his Teslas here, it could mean big, big bucks for the economy to help us bounce back from this COVID-19 pandemic we've been going through. Even Flying Dragon
3: themselves with the touchscreen briefly before turning autopilot back on. Their 12-minute ride on the rocket delivered them into orbit. Their zero-gravity indicator, a glittery stuffed Dinosaur confirmed they had made it.
2: We both have two boys uh, who are super interested in dinosaurs, and uh, we collected up all the dinosaurs between the two houses, and Trimmer, the Apatosaurus, uh, got the vote from the boys to make the trip into space today with us. And so that was a super cool thing for us to get a chance to do for both of our sons.
3: Bob and Doug, on their new adventure, ate dinner, then went to bed while their capsule continued to chase the space station, circling the Earth, sailing through space at 17,500 miles
1: an hour. And as the great Bubba Clem would like to say, those type of speeds is full Talladega mad Bringing them closer and closer to the next history making
3: moment. That moment will come at 1029 a.m. when Dragon attaches to the ISS. They open the hatch and the astronauts float inside.
1: I mean, listen to Eric's voice compared to my whiny bitch voice. I think my wife would have been way better off if she would have ended up going with Eric Von Aiken. I'm not saying Eric was interested or anything like that. I know that they used to talk, but fuck. Eric Von Aiken compared to me, there is no comparison. Like I said, look at where he's at in his career and look at where I'm at in mine right now. First time
3: from an American spacecraft in nine years musk tells me after that he can begin to relax it a little bit also in my one-on-one interview i asked him what does this mean to right here the space coast
4: very much appreciate the the support of the space coast and all the the people in florida um, that uh, have have helped us get here and i think there's going to be a lot of excitement a lot more activity Um, we're going to be obviously sending a lot of astronauts to the space station and hopefully the moon uh, and Mars, uh, f- f- right here from the Space Coast. So, uh, just want to say, uh, you know, thank you for your support, and uh, lo- look forward to many exciting things in the future. You know how much pain they've been through the last nine years. They didn't know what was next. Sure. It finally happened because of you. Well, it. it you know, I think uh, there's uh, there's a lot of people to uh, uh, to thank for the progress here. Um, a lot of appreciation for the the, the current and. The prior administration uh nasa and uh, the current and, and former uh, president to, to get to this point
1: say what you want you may or may not be a big fan of our president right now donald trump but it was cool for him to be able to come here and show up with everything that's going on yes it most likely was a photo op because he's trying to get elected coming up here in november but for him to come there because. He knew it was a big deal. Going to space for Americans is a big deal. And I know a lot of you people that maybe listen to this podcast don't think it is a big deal. It's a waste of money, but it's not, people. It really, really is not. One of the things that's ingrained into us more than anything as humans that separates us from all the other animals out there, we've evolved. We want to explore. We want to branch out and colonize new areas. The people that came from Europe here to the United States, yes, there was a lot of atrocities. We fucked over the Native Americans, but we would not be here. There would be no America as we know it, if it wasn't for somebody that wanted to explore, because when they were exploring back then, they thought the earth was flat. They thought if they went too far, they were going to fall off the side of the earth, but they still came and they discovered America. Yeah, we robbed the people of their land, pillaged. but I think that's what most societies do. That's why I think if we do contact aliens or aliens come here to visit us, it's not going to be good because throughout history, people that have come to new places that want to live there, they just take it and they do. And it's a scary thing to think about. But us branching out, this earth is not going to be able to sustain the population that we're building to. Earth has a tipping point for the amount of people it can handle. We're somewhere around seven and a half billion people right now on this planet. And I think scientists have said somewhere that around 10 billion, we're going to start having some major issues when it comes to resources, food, and being able to sustain our community and population. So we do need
4: to branch out. We're going to keep driving hard and, and uh, do more and more missions. I, I think uh, it's... it's... Just to give you a sense of of scale here, uh, I think we're gonna do um, more uh, payload uh, from from the space coast to orbit than uh, all other rockets combined this year, just uh, in in sheer tonnage. From the space coast? Yeah, yeah, from, from, from Cape Canaveral, Cape Kennedy. Musk told me he's planning a whole bunch of missions
3: from right here, crewed missions, cargo missions, Starlink missions, he says the plan is to launch every 10 days from the space coast. First and foremost though, getting our astronauts safely to the space station.
1: Now I'm going to play a piece of quick audio for you before I go to my next break. But this came from some of the riots and protests. And I'm going to set up the video for you, describe it for you, and I'm going to post it on my social media. Follow me on Twitter at Tuttle. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E. And I'm going to post this video because I think it's something you need to see. So. You guys that are out there, I'm not talking about the people that are protesting peacefully, but the rioters, the looters, the people that are inciting violence. Before you beat up somebody, but this audio might make you think twice before you do that. But this guy that got beat up, he was leaking. By leaking, that means you're bleeding after getting your ass kicked And another one of these Peaceful protesters, because that's something you see a lot of. These people that are inciting violence, the real protesters out there trying to make a change and do something the right way will protect them, help them out, make sure they're okay. And this guy made a comment, and everybody freaked the fuck out. And it's kind of crazy. It really is, especially with this coronavirus going on. I know the percentages and the death rate is kind of low right now compared to some of these other killer viruses out there. But just hear what he had to say while he was leaking blood all over the place. Now, I tried to clean up the audio as much as I could, but there was a lot of background noise. But if you didn't catch that, the guy says, I have AIDS, not HIV, full-blown AIDS, and he's bleeding all over everybody, especially the people that just got done punching his face in. Because when you're punching somebody, I don't know if you guys have been in fights before, but you skin up your knuckles pretty badly, especially if you catch somebody in the chicklets. You should hear how people freaked out after he made that statement.
0: You got AIDS? You got AIDS? Oh my God.
1: I mean, maybe white people, maybe us crackers can learn a lesson here. And this is our best defense tactic when we're out there trying to peacefully protest to help out our African-American brothers. And if you do get jumped or you're about to get your face bashed in, you just need to say, yo, dude, I got the ninjas because listen to how people reacted. If you listen closely, it sounded like some dude was on a motorcycle and he got the hell out of Dodge when he heard the whole AIDS comment. Oh, you got AIDS? You got AIDS? Oh my, God. oh my God! It sounded like a group of teenage girls that saw Harry Styles and the boys from One Direction getting into a car on their way to a concert.
0: Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle's daily podcast is brought to you by PocketPairClub.com. With Pocket Pear Club, you can play in live poker games right on your mobile device. You can also play in tournaments, at cash tables, or just for fun. They have Texas Hold'em and Pot Limit Omaha pocket pair club doubles the first deposit bonus there's a daily thousand dollar free roll and a fifty thousand dollar nightly tournament and it's all certified by gaming labs use referral id 411507 That's 411-507 when you visit pocketpairclub.com.
1: All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Tried to lighten it up a little bit with some good news. I had to cover a little bit of the riot stuff. Wanted to play you some of the audio. Trust me, I could have done a two-hour show today with all the audio that I had with the protests and the riots that are going around our country right now. But I wanted to do this for you. Plus, I'm trying to find get caught up on my sleep. I want to make sure I start out the work week on a good night's rest so I can get back to working out and delivering you guys the best content that I can. Now, don't forget, all my content is free. If you want to help me out, you don't want to help me out financially, the best way you can do that is by telling your friends, your family, your loved ones, your neighbors, whoever, let them know about the podcast, get them to subscribe or Or at least just listen to one show. Really, really could use the financial help as well, too. I know everybody's going through a hard time right now. Unemployment's really high. People are having problems getting their unemployment checks. And I get it. This podcast is becoming more and more popular. And I'm having to pay for more and more storage on top of more and more bandwidth. So, you guys will still be able to listen to the show. I could start deleting some of my past shows that I've done, but I want my whole entire catalog available for you guys to listen to because most of you guys have been here with me from the beginning. But what about the new people that catch on and want to listen and learn about me, hear how I've progressed since I started this podcast and how much better it's gotten? So, if you could. Help me out because I'm going to have to start paying a higher monthly hosting fee for my podcast, and I want to keep it free to you guys so you can donate easily, even if it's a dollar. I've seen how many people I'm getting weekly when it comes to downloads and plays, and even if just you guys give a dollar to my PayPal account, it would be more than enough for me to get the equipment. I need to make the sound better, to give you guys better content, and that's what I need. So if you could go to my PayPal, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio, that's paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. If you'd like to win one of my hats from stitchyouup.com, they're one of my advertisers. You can be registered to win one. All you got to do is if you see a post of me promoting the Tuttle Daily podcast, just share or retweet it or promote the show on your own. Make sure you tag me so I know that you've done it. And then at the end of the week, everyone that has shared and helped promote the show, I'm going to do a drawing for one hat a week. Might be able to talk to uh, Eric over at Stitch You Up, maybe see if I can get two a week because it's helping me out. The numbers have been growing. But if you would also like to get that hat and you don't want to win it, you can do that by going to stitchyouup.com. Like I said, hope you enjoyed today's show. If you guys are going out and protesting, which you should, be careful. Wear a mask. Try to stay away from people if you can, because we don't need you getting sick. But also be safe. Don't get caught up in some bullshit with the bad people just because you're out there peacefully protesting. All right, guys, have a good day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for checking out Tuttle's Daily
0: Podcast. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and share the show. Subscribe to Tuttle's YouTube page, youtube.com Tuttle. Also check out the Tuttle category at 315Live.com. Follow Tuttle on all forms of social media at Tuttle T-U-D-D-L-E. And email the show anytime. Tuttle at gmail.com. Additional imaging and bits provided by CCA Productions. Visit Facebook.com CCA Productions presents. This has been Tuttle's Daily Podcast.
1: Hey, yo, Terry,
0: what's going on?